Hey, bestie, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Staying Inspired. I'm your hype woman and host, Amanda Yoa, and my jam is inspiring the glass ceiling breakers, the bold move makers, the best life living women in the making. This is the hottest place for empowerment, real conversation, inspiration, humor, and tools for you to up-level your life and make some bold moves in that main character energy. So now that you're here, grab some snacks, sit back, and let's get into it. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Staying Inspired. I'm your hype woman and host, Amanda Yoa. Today, I'm here with Julie Jacobs. Julie is a life and career coach and host of the podcast, Goddesses Gather Here. Julie, I'm just so inspired by your background, honestly, girl. Like I was reading your bio. You've been a military spouse, lived in Okinawa, Japan, living your best life. And, you know, like during that time, you know, did some volunteer work as well as building workshops for the military and the um, Okinawa community. You co-founded the movement Beyond Volunteering, which was a mission to inspire other military spouses to make an impact through volunteering, along with your podcast, you also have the goddesses origin stories, which give practical advice and attainable personal growth guidance. And I love that your mission statement is using service, humor, and curiosity to guide women to confidently live their beautiful life. Uh, And, you know, and I'm sure that will be shown through this episode today. So I'm just so happy to have you. And I wanted to give you a warm welcome before we jump in. So welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Amanda. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So, all right, let's dive right in. I just love your life journey thus far. You've accomplished so much. I really want to talk about, you know, the volunteering work and community building that you've done, because I know there are a lot of women in this community that are aspiring community builders or, you know, impact makers, or they've already started a journey for themselves. So what got you to the point of wanting to volunteer and do community work? What sparked that interest? Well, I can tell you that's a great question. Question, first of all. I can tell you that my love of, you're quite welcome. (laughs) I'm not surprised at all that you have a solid first (laughs) question. I have kind of come from a place of service, humor, and curiosity since day one. So I was always coming from a place of service as far as helping other people. In my case, a lot of times it's other women. So I started really devoting time to people outside of myself. When I got sober, way long time ago, and a big part of my journey in sobriety has been giving it away. So whatever I learn, I share with other women, and I hope in hopes that they will share with other women. So that's always kind of informed my moves for the last like decade or so. And when we were living on Okinawa, it's an island; it's not giant, and there were limited job opportunities and there were and you're only there for like three years two three years max so like many other military duty stations I've lived in I had to reinvent myself here I wound up in Okinawa I wound up joining boards of charities in order to have an impact from the inside And with that, I met a bunch of bad bees. I mean, just some incredible women who, nurses, lawyers, all these things that weren't able to be 
in their career or doing their career while we were on Okinawa. So a few of us were talking and it was actually another beautiful lady's idea. And I kind of jumped in on it with her and helped her develop it. But the beyond volunteering was about look people because spouses are men too these days. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Equality. Uh, look, you know, we can complain about not being able to have work or we can volunteer strategically. So when I talk about volunteering strategically, I mean, you're the treasurer for an organization of that you're, you know, maybe you're handling hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. Well, that translates into real work. So what we did in this workshop was taught spouses how to say, instead of saying, I'm a treasurer. We would use the word I am a CFO of da 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 da. Like we were just be able to teach. We were just teaching people how to make what sounds like a free thing into something that you will be paid for. And I can tell you right now, that's probably the lamest description I've ever done of what <laughs> ever said what we did. It was so great, so important. But I just I, I'm a little bit nervous. So anyway, beyond volunteer. Great. Yeah. And the lady I mentioned, Tracy, she actually now writes resumes as a living. Like she's certified resume, helps people get jobs. Like she turned this volunteer beyond volunteering into an actual career for herself. So we like to say we have a hundred percent success because we're all working now in fields that we love. <laughs> so, you know, I, it sounds like in a lot of ways, like you, you started this beyond volunteering and you gave women who, you know, may, may have been feeling like something was missing. You found them like a purpose. You found them something that, you know, struck their fancy, like, oh, this is how I can make my impact in the world. I think that's so amazing. Thank you. And yeah, that was the whole thing. It was like, you're already doing things that you should be paid for. Now we just need to say, these are your volunteer jobs. Future employers don't need to know that you were a volunteer at this position. You describe what you've done as a treasurer for a $100,000 budget charity. That's real work. That's paid work. Yeah. So I want to ask this because I think, I think it's important to point out for the women who may be listening or thinking of starting something new or wanting to make an impact in some way. You know, what were you seeing happen in those other women once they started jumping in and becoming a part of the organization? Well, we had workshops. So there was three or four of us that the that were actually the creators and kind of facilitators of the whole thing. But the women that the people that came through our workshop explained that their minds were changed and they placed more value, value, dollar signs, value on what they were doing, even though they weren't being paid. That was what we wanted people to understand is that what you do as a volunteer and as a servant of service can be translated into the big bucks. Yeah, I love that. Because you know what? I think a lot of times women are still, you know, they, they have a successful career and they still feel as if something is missing in their life. And, you know, not all of the time now, I mean, if your job sucks, then yes, by all means, find a different job. I'm not going to tell you to stay at your job, but I mean, if you have a wonderful job and if you, if you enjoy it, but you still feel like, you know, I'm still meant to make an impact in, in the world, then volunteering is a great way 
to do that, to make an impact and finding an organization that aligns with, you know, your values and what you stand for. It's a great way of filling in that missing piece that may be, you know, not there in your life at the present time. So I think it's an incredible thing, you know, what you've done in building that. It does it is does it still exist? Or are people still carrying on the because I know you're not in Okinawa now, right? No, we actually we haven't officially, you know, ended it because it's still an amazing concept and we love it, but we haven't done a workshop in a really, really long time. Just we all moved back to the States kind of at the same time and all went back into work and all of our other, you know, other things at the time. But the concepts and what we shared there, we know made an impact. Oh, absolutely. Because you know what? It's like those women that you you've made an impact. It's kind of like that. I can't think of the movie off the top of my head, but it like paying it forward. Like you started that foundation, right? And poured into these women and showed them, you know, the the interchange that they could experience by making an impact and finding something that ignites that spark of passion and purpose within them. And then, you know, they'll go and do that for somebody else through their volunteer work. And it just keeps going and going and going. So, you know, it's it's really something that never, it never dies. It doesn't die. And that is what my whole point for Goddesses Gather Here is my podcast. I'm your new favorite host, Julie Jacobs. It's just, if you like what you hear, if something has helped you in some way that I have said out into the universe, or one of my amazing guests, like Amanda Yoa, has said out (laughs) into the universe, if you dig it, if it's something that helps you, share it with another woman. Let's go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're not gatekeeping happiness and joy and <laughs> you know and fulfillment here, ladies. Like we're building. That's why I I really wanted to kind of mold this episode into you know the benefits of community and everything from you know what I've read about you and learning about what you've done. It's like that's that's like the the foundation of what you've built is just like this community and so i want to do i do want to pivot a bit to your your podcast um but before i do that i kind of want to like uh, kind of go back a little bit um when starting uh the volunteer work that you've done uh the movement you know was there any scarcity in getting started like how did you how did you overcome that? Because, you know, it's like it's something new. It's something unknown. And a lot of times when we do something new and unknown, it can be a scary thing. So, you know, how did you navigate that when starting your movement? Well, I can tell you one thing for sure. I believed in it. I was like, this is the truth. We are bad bees out here volunteering our time. But with the skills that we're acquiring and perfecting in these positions translate to paid opportunities. I believe it a million percent. I've seen it happen a million times. And I just, and that's, of course, I'm, I'm talking about paid opportunities, paid, paid, paid. That's outside of the beauty of being of service to another human being. Yeah. That's like a whole other, there, it's so many things that I believe in as far as volunteering and giving of myself. So I love that. I just believed in it. I just said, it can't miss. That's a gutsy thing too. Cause you know, it's like, when we when we have this vision for ourselves, sometimes it's hard to believe that, you know, we're capable or, or we'll be able to get it done, you know, and that's why I feel if there are moments that you do feel that way, having a community of people to remind you, 
you know, of your values and to keep you kind of, you know, in those moments of, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, guys. You know, that's what your community comes in to say, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And you've built that too, you know, like with your podcast, um, Goddesses Gather Here, you know, did that. So this is what I want to ask you about the podcast. Did that stem from your leadership work from beyond volunteering? Absolutely. 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 I know that I have a platform because I am a big mouth for one thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I'm nosy. So I want to know what do the people want? What is what does a woman need to feel beautiful today? Whether it's a lipstick or a meditation or whatever it is. Like I take people as they are yeah. and work toward what they want to be or where they want to be or what career they might want to have. So what I've decided to do with my business, I'm a life and career coach for women for many, many years. I decided to use Goddesses Gather Here as a platform for my business because I can talk to way more people in a microphone in my closet upstairs (laughs) (laughs) than I can, you know, I've done the workshops. I've created workshops. I've tried to bring people together. I brought people together. I just make stuff up and bring stuff together. I had a workshop back in the day called, called mom. It was more of me and it was for moms because that's who I was coaching at the time. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I know how to gather them all together, but it's 2023. I mean, we're, we're all over the place. My community is all over the country, all over the planet. My community is everywhere. Yeah. Isn't that amazing that we can like reach people from all over the world with our message and, and have a community of women that can connect and be together, you know, in some aspects it's so it's such an amazing thing to me and it it always wows me like it's not something that i take for granted i think you know because i know there was a time where we didn't have that so it's just something that i'm always in amazement like wow like this is such a great thing that we're doing um just building that community of women because here's the thing too sometimes it's good to to be surrounded by women who are in a different part of the world from you because they can give a different outlook on life you know, like I'm sure you experienced that being in Okinawa. I wanted to ask you about that too. Was that like a culture shock? Like going? <laughs> it was the greatest three-year fever dream of my life. Oh, what was your favorite part? What was your favorite part? My favorite part are the Okinawan folks. Yeah. They are just gracious and so creative and so concerned with the details of things, which I could do a lot. I could do a lot better at that. So that's probably why I admire it so much. But the details, as if, for instance, if they give you a gift, let's say it's a wallet. Mm-hmm. Cool, a wallet. Well, it's going to be wrapped in something that maybe looks like, I don't know, a refrigerator or something. <laughs> like this intricate, it's like very detail-oriented. Yes. Oh, yes. I love and that. There is a... There is a an art form of flower arranging called ikibana. And it's literally like you put four things, like you put one stem of something, one flower, one other kind of flower, and it all has to be at like angles and all these. And it's just like, that's so not American. It's like we throw stuff in a, in a, we want bigger, better, more stuff, plug it all in, make it look gorgeous. And they just have such a simplicity about their beauty that I love. Yeah. 
That's so amazing. And I, you know, and that's the thing too, like, I feel like Americans are so like fast paced and everything's like now, 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 whereas other countries and people from, you know, other parts of the world aren't really like that. They're like more laid back, like even being on the East coast, you know, like I'm, I'm in Philly and everything is city is, is fast paced. And I know there's people that live in other parts that struggle to, you know, they visit it and they struggle to even be in that environment because it's so fast paced. And I'm like, wow, like I grew up like this. Like, is this not normal? <laughs> and I had the absolute best of both words, worlds, because I was living in a foreign country on an American base. Okay. So I was in America on the base. And then I would drive out and I was in a foreign country. And I, know, I don't know how that sounds, but it was every time I left the gates, I was like, I'm in Japan. <laughs> 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 and I go to the local markets and I'd look at my little guidebook thing and make sure this is really spinach and it's not this other thing. And yeah. you know, sometimes it wasn't spinach, but it was fun. <laughs> Bringing it back to community, like when you first got there, who, uh, I guess outside of the military women, you know, were you welcomed by the community of the the Okinawan uh, women? Well, you know, I started volunteering right away. I joined a club called the Okinawa International Women's Club, OIWC, and it was formed by a million years ago, 50 years ago, there was military wives, because it was, wasn't spouses back then, wives only. And then there were the Okinawan ladies, the local ladies. And we would get together and do cultural exchanges. So oh, I love that. we would learn about each other's culture in that way and raise money for local orphanages and various things. And as I'm saying this to you, I completely forgot your question, which is nothing new for me whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just, you know, like being, um, bringing it back to the community where you welcomed in. Yes. Yes. These ladies welcomed us right in there. And um, even just, I learned community wise, just being, we call it out in town. When you live on a base, you're out in town. If you're not on the base, when I was out in town, if I was just like tried to say, or like good evening or good night or just anything to communicate with someone that we don't speak the same language by any stretch of the imagination. We were then able to become a community because we were taught. I was trying to communicate with them. Yeah. And they appreciated that. Yeah. I love that. I love that you were like welcomed warmly and cause that could be a scary thing. Like, you know, the Okinawa is a totally different, different like talk about culture shock you know I didn't even have to answer that ask you that question I kind of knew the answer because I know how I would be and you know sharing the culture thing as far as being like I wouldn't even know what to do being an American like because we're so used to our own culture but like something so simple might be so like wow or you know different to them or you know whoever it is whatever culture you're sharing it with but i wouldn't i wouldn't even know where to begin i'd be like well you know here's here's a french fry <laughs> you want a french fry right <laughs> <laughs> french fry um, what i did was i learned basic greetings and i also learned excuse me samimasen samimasen because if i screwed something up i wanted to be able to tell this person i'm sorry that i cut in front of you or i'm sorry that i bumped you samimasen samimasen like it was just like that was something i think that made me feel more like i was 
caring about where I was by learning how to say I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 And I don't promote women going around saying they're sorry all the time because I'm over that. But in that case, it was a way for me to kind of be humble and be like, oh, you know. Right. Like you were a visitor in their country, you know. So it's like you know, giving that respect and trying, showing that you're trying to learn and you're not this, you know, American that, you know, I'm sure we don't have the best reputation as Americans. One of the things I love most that I ask a lot of my guests is how do you stay inspired in life and or work? I love this question. Because I am always, always seeking inspiration. That doesn't mean that I'm not inspired, but I'm always looking for like somebody that says something that resonates with me. And this goes back to, because there are days as well, Amanda, when I'm simply not inspired. Right. And that's okay. I also give myself a little bit of grace on those days. But let's say most of the time your, your girl's inspired. And a lot of it goes back to that community. And I mentioned I have friends all over the world, and especially in America, people that I grew up with or worked with through the years. I can, my first probably 20 guests on Goddess Gather, Goddesses Gather Here were friends of mine from all over the place that are doctors, lawyers, this and that and the other. And it was just like, I was able to tap into their expertise to come on and share something bigger. So I do find inspiration mostly within my community that I've developed. And my community is always growing. It's very, bring it on, bring it on, let's go. I love that so much. I And you know, I feel the same way. For me, it's like that like going to like a networking event, you know, and, 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 and seeing other communities and and meeting women from other communities and outside of your realm of people that, you know, too, you know, and it's the people I know too. Like my friends are like my biggest inspiration. We all inspire each other. You know, we're all doing like new things. My one friend is opening up her own business and she got her own like brick and mortar. And my other friend just graduated um, with her master's. My other friend is, I don't want to say she's a hairdresser. There's like a fancy schmancy word for it. She'll probably kill me listening to this. She's an artist. She is. She is. I mean, she's great at what she does. So she has her business. My other friend is a um, ICU nurse. So like we all have our amazing things that we do and we all inspire each other. But, you know, I love meeting women for the first time that I've never met in other communities and just learning their, you know, how they do what what it is that they do because there's always something there for me through every interaction that I have so I love that and you know it's within your own community too like I don't know many of the women in my community some of them are my friends some of them I don't know at all you know they follow me on Instagram but I sit there and I watch you know the things that they're doing in their life you know as I'm scrolling and I'm like wow that's so amazing that's so inspiring um so I love that because I'm I'm right there you know it's like it's gaining that familiarity from other women that you know sometimes when we're setting out to do something we can feel really alone you know when we're setting out to do something new or something great whatever it is you can feel really alone in that task but then you see these other amazing women doing things and it may not be exactly what you're doing, but you're like, wow, like, okay, look at her doing the thing. I could do it too. You know, like there's room for me at the table. So scooch over. 
Well, you know, I I so enjoyed this conversation. Good. There you have it, friends. The goddess herself, Julie Jacobs. <laughs> Thank you so much again for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Until next time, ladies, stay inspired. Thank you so much for listening, Bestie. If you love what you heard, spread the word. Screenshot this episode and post it on your social media. Don't forget to tag your girl. If you would like to show some further love, give this podcast a review over on iTunes. And be sure to follow our Staying Inspired Podcast Community Facebook page. I'm super grateful for each and every one of you. Together, we create that next level self. Till next time, stay inspired.